What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Before I talk some boxing with Irish Mick Conlon, I got to talk about our friends at BetDSI. Can you believe we're in week 15 of the NFL season? Every game matters. Every game has playoff implications. And if your team stinks like my Giants, every game has draft implications. Make sure you use that promo code SAFO, S-A-F-O, when you go on BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com slash SAFO. You bet, you win, you get paid. Right away, instant payouts. I love reputability. That shows a true business model. And that's what BetDSI is. Over 20 years in the business. Go on any betting review website. BetDSI is always on top of that list. But it's not just the NFL. College football bowl games are here. The NBA, bet against my Knicks. You can do future bets. The Yankees just signed Garrett Cole for nine years. Bet the Yankees to win the World Series. That's what you do. Bet futures. You make a bet now. Hey, in October, it'll pay off. We're about to talk some boxing, bet boxing. You can bet politics. Anything you can bet of is on betdsi.com. I know there's a couple of people who get scared to put their bank account info on there. Dude, use Bitcoin. They take Bitcoin, bank accounts, anything you want. Like I said, super fast payouts. I can't talk enough about BetDSI. I always love the live betting. You know that. I love watching a game, getting a pulse and a feel for the game. You think they're going to cover that new spread? Bet it. Here's the best part of BetDSI. New members get 120% bonus match when they use my promo code SAFO. That's more than double your money. Make some money for the holidays. BetDSI.com promo code SAFO. But wait, get a limited time offer of $25 free to wager with. Test the water with it. $25 free when you sign up. It's betting season. Remember, it's only a game until you use BetDSI. BetDSI.com slash SAFO. Want a tip? Bet Mick Conlon. And now, the undefeated pride of Ireland, Michael Mick Conlon. The boys are back in town. What's going back, on, champ? We're back. We're back. Oh, good, Mick. How are you, my friend? I was a little worried. Um, we met like three or four years ago. Yeah. I think you only had two fights under your belt, and you yeah. come on my show. Now I, you know, I talk to Jamie all the time. I see the headlines, the billboards everywhere. Mick Conlon's coming back to the garden. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, am I going to get my interview? I was nervous. I wasn't going to get my annual sit-down. So I got come a little on, nervous, man. Nick. I'm going to be honest come with you. Come on. So, but you're, you're saying, come on. I got to tell you where we are. We're in Mustang Harry's yep. in Midtown. And you and I are in a back room with candlelight. This yep. is like a romantic podcast now. <laughs> it's getting romantic. Yeah, we're getting dead and dirty now. <laughs> yeah, our, our friendship is increasing. And you know, yeah. the last time we did the podcast, we did it from my, my studio. Yeah. And uh, it actually made the ESPN uh, thing about oh, you. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. How didn't you see that? It was the first thing when I said. I haven't, wa- I haven't watched any of the ESPN stuff. We don't get the ESPN, so. Oh, it, it was great. You know, they did Mark Kreigel when he yeah. came to Belfast. He did a whole special on you. And the first thing he says is how I started the podcast. It's a picture of me and you. It's a video of me and you okay. in the studio. And I said, death, taxes, and Mick Conlon fighting Madison Square Garden on St. Paddy's Day. And that's how the whole thing started. Brilliant. <clears throat> so Brilliant. Did, thank you for getting me on that thing. Uh, no problem. No problem. And I told you. I'd never forget these in this. I told you that, and I promise you from the first time you see people get big shots and they go, no, 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 not not me. Mick, I'll be honest. You were, I think, 2-0. Yeah. And you told me, I'm like, hey, I'm like, when you blow up, you're like, hey, I, I never forget people who want to interview me when I'm not, yeah. you know, huge. So I, I actually truly appreciate that. No problem. Now let's get down to business. What's going yeah. on with the mustache? You know what? I grew it for November. <laughs> me too, um, me too. So I was doing November, and then it came to, like, towards the end of November, and I was deep in camp. The last two weeks were coming up, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep this for, for fight night. I have think this fits for fight night. So. Ha- have you ever fought with a mustache? Never. Really? Never. <laughs> Maybe a little stubble just, but like, 
I don't grow facial hair at all because I'm not. I can't really grow facial hair. It doesn't grow on my face. Okay. So for whatever does grow, I just shave it off right away. Um, so I've n- every time it grows, I just shave it off. But nah, it's never been this. Never been this length. More importantly, does your wife like it? No. How about the kids? How about your kids? Do they like yeah, it? No, they don't mind. They okay. don't mind. It's, not, it's nothing really. It's not, not a big change. On a personal level, um, Adam Kovzinevsky comes on my show. He comes on my show too much. He's yeah. on. He's on. He do, he'll just come by the bar every time I do a show and jumps on. He just had a baby, and he said when he had his baby, it kind mm-hmm. of put an expiration date on his boxing thing. Do you ever yeah. think that being a father, you have a brood of yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah, I have expiration date. I know when I'm finished. I know when I'm. I know when I'm going to be leaving the sport. I'm not going to be around one of those guys that are in the sport to 30, 30, 36, 39, or up to forty and stuff. No way, man. Get really? out of the sport with everything intact. Make as much money as possible. And even if I haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve. I've got my brother to pull me out by the neck because mm-hmm. I don't want to hang around too long. That's You know what? That was so good to hear because I was so worried because like Patty Barnes, the mm. way he fights and you guys and the way you fight and it's very, I guess, indicative of the way the British <clears throat> and Irish fighters fight. They leave everything in the ring. So yeah. I was always worried like you're a father now, mm. you're a husband, you have kids. So I'm glad that you actually have a, a game plan. It wasn't just... Nah, definitely. definitely. That is I'm so not, good to hear. At most, uh, to be honest, I think a lot of fighters are, are silly and uh, and dumb when they start to start start talking about like, no, I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for legacy and stuff like this. No, you're in it to make as much money as you can and create a legacy, yes, but don't just say you're in it for legacy. You don't care about the money because your brain sales and, and, and your late after boxing legacy means shit. Nothing. Really, let's be honest. Legacy doesn't put food on your table. Um, what puts food in your table is the money you earn and, uh, uh, and what you want to do with it and how you be smart with it. You know, I'm not I'm not this kind of guy who's going to run around driving Rolls Royces or Lamborghinis. I'm not. I don't want that. I don't mm-hmm. need that. I I live what I need. I live by what I need to live by. Uh, if I want to buy something nice, I can. But I'm never a big guy. No, no, I'm not too flash. And I love because it's a difference. Because I, you know, I'm a big boxing guy, so I follow boxing guys on Twitter. I don't have Instagram, but I go mm. on it. And I see you, and you just post pictures of you and your family, yep. and you training. And then other boxes, it's the Rolls Royces, it's yep. the private planes. What what kept you so grounded? My father, who's he's sitting behind us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew if I if I ever stepped in the lane or ever kind of got too big for my boots, he would hit me a slap. Jamie would hit me a slap. You know, <laughs> I would I would get I would get put back in place. So I never never really did. I I do like I do like fancy things I do like nice clothes of I do course. like I, li- I like having things but I'm not the kind of guy who's going to go and buy a Rolex and then take a picture and go look at my Rolex to you know impress I mean? your fans no. and then you're out of, of course uh, it's not me let me yeah. ask you a question you're, uh, you've done so many interviews and like I said when you first came on you do a couple like a few yeah. years ago I've seen you you're, you're doing non-stop and right just now we, yeah. you were just on with Scott Farrell who's a friend of the show he comes on Non-stop. Are you yeah. getting tired of the interviews now, or does it make the time go a little quicker? It's made the time go quicker this week. Um, you know, I, I don't mind the interviews because I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm doing. I don't kind of slip up or have anything made up or anything. Mm-hmm. I just I, I say what I mean and say how I feel. So it's not hard when you're when you when you're just speaking freely. Um, but yeah, it's starting to it's starting to get tiring now. I'm gonna be honest. I'll be honest. I'm starting to feel a bit tired. But that's maybe jet lag more so than interviews. Uh, but from tomorrow on, it's 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 game time. So 
Yeah, and so now we're sitting here. We just had a nice dinner. You had a nice little grilled chicken and salad. You have weigh-in tomorrow. You have to make yeah. weight. No, not Friday. Friday. Oh, fr- Friday you Friday. have to make, good. W- make weight. So now what's tomorrow's regimen? Like, what do you do? So like, I was supposed to go to sports center, but it was too early. And, and you know what? I need my sleep. It's, I don't, I don't want to blow you up. important. You said no, sports no, center. No, I need to sleep. Nah, I love that. No, I'm, I'm and and they're saying how big and stuff it is. I know how big it is. I understand how big all that is and and how good it could be for for your image and your career. But that means shit if you're not getting the right sleep and you're not going to perform on the night. I need sleep. I need to lie. I need to rest. So you know that's the most important thing to me is the rest and 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 keeping my schedule cleared for what I need to do tomorrow. I'll have some fader meetings with the likes of Andre Ward, Tim Bradley, and stuff with the ESPN and the, mm-hmm. the TV kind of broadcast. Um, we'll do that uh, and I'll, they'll hit you with the routine questions so how are you going to beat them so who do you want next after that and you know it's just it's the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. um, what have you do to improve since the last time you know it just it gets repetitive um, yeah. and to be honest the questions you're going to ask me is they're probably not going to get answers because the only thing I'm focused on is Saturday and, and I don't need to focus on what's next or, or what's happening next year and now about food-wise, because I know the weigh-ins, yeah. weigh-ins Friday. So what do you do now tomorrow eat-wise? you eat regular? Yeah, I'll eat three times, four times. Really? Four times. So you know, yeah. how much weight do you have to cut right now? Um, I'm water-loading, so I don't really know the exact amount. Water-loading, um, you just drink water, yeah, water, water. just drink water, water, water. But I'll have eggs in the morning. I'll have some chicken and salad in, in the, for lunch. A little uh, protein pancake snack in the afternoon, kind of midday. Um... And then for dinner, I'll just have some, some salmon and, and stuff, and that'll be me. I know you're a big cannoli guy, so no cannolis while you're in New York, right? Mm, well, the, guard, the, the garden have already ordered in cannolis and pizza for me for, <laughs> back, for, for back in the changing room, so I'm already excited. I'm already excited. Here now, it's Christmas time. There's yeah. snow on the ground. You doing any sightseeing here, or just business, business, business? Well, the first day we were here with me, Jimmy, and my dad, we raided in on Sunday, so we took a walk. Um, up towards Saks and stuff and watch the late show up there, walked in Times Square. It's nice, you know, it's it's New York. I love New York, it's my favorite city. Um I even love it at Christmas time. But at the same time I hate it at the Christmas time because it's just so busy. Oh I'm God. walking across roads and walking on footpaths, just people stop and you wanna punch people in the head, but it's like ugh, I have to go. I love how deep you always roll with the MTK guys. You walk yeah. into a, you know the bar, there's 10 guys with you and stuff. We're missing Patty Barnes. Yeah. After he did your show, Patty and I became pretty close. He yeah. just retired, and you sent a great Instagram. You sent a great tweet. What did he mean to your career? No, he meant everything. You know, He meant an awful lot. That When I turned senior in the amateurs, when I went and started to try to qualify for the Olympics when I was around 16, 17, I, I started to spar with Patty and stuff, and I, I had a bit of bait on him because we were close in weight, and I was like, I'd be, I would beat him. He mm-hmm. was already bronze medalist in the 28th and stuff, uh, 2008 Olympics. And uh, I was saying I would beat him. And, and then I went and sparred him and he gave me a little bit of a beating. Um, I was only a kid at the time. But we kind of just jailed from then and, and bounced off each other. So, like, every time in, in training and everyday life, if he ran five miles, I'd have to run six. And then he would have to run seven. So we pushed each other and, and drove each other sparring. We had the most amazing sparring sessions throughout the years and it really improved me as a fighter it improved my in close game it improved my game against smaller fighters everything like that it, it it helped an awful lot and then just as a as a fighter you know 
the experience he had and, and being around him, going to my first Olympic Games, he'd been there, he'd, he'd got bronze and I was able to just, uh, like, what do we do here, what do we do here? And he was just, let's enjoy it, let's have fun. So the 2012 Games, me and him, like, we were fighting for medals and stuff. We were driving about the Olympic Village on bikes, shooting good day, mate, at, at, at Aussies, you know, we were going crazy. So, and, and we were getting chased and stuff, and then we were running about getting, like, trying to see who can get the most selfies or the most famous athletes mm-hmm. and stuff. So we're having a little competition there, and it was just friendly competition throughout our whole kind of careers together as as, as amateurs. And, you know, it was it was fantastic. It helped, helped drive me on, helped me enjoy amateur boxing. Who was your best selfie? Mine's was uh, Serena Williams. Oh, that's a great one. Mm. Who was Patty's? Maybe Federer, I think. Roger Federer. No, I, I love. We tennis. both got bolt, but not up close from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> we like he was surrounded. We called him, and then like he looked around, so he just took a picture <laughs> when he looked around. He's a he's a legend out there, boxing yeah, wise, right? Yeah, no, Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt. So, oh, Patty, Patty's yeah, a legend. Yeah, yeah, Patty, I put it wrong yeah, yeah. with Usain Bolt. No, 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 I'm talking no. about Patty's a legend. Um, yeah, Patty's Patty's uh, an Irish treasure. You know what I mean? He's one of the little gems of the country. Um, two time Olympic medalists who no no one has ever done it in mm-hmm. boxing you know what I mean no, won two medals at two consecutive Olympic Games he's been to three Olympics no one's ever done that I think in boxing um, he's a special spe- special treasure for Ireland uh, in boxing and you know his pro career didn't go the way he wanted mm-hmm. it to go but you know what he achieved up until that was unbelievable and, and you know you could take that at, you t- if you, before he started boxing and if someone told him he'd win everything mm-hmm. he won he would walk in it, walk away with that 100% I love that listen he lost a couple of fights nothing negative is ever written about him because he mm-hmm. literally leaves everything in the ring it just shows the kind of war he is but now I have to ask you a real question Yeah. him and I were texting two days ago Yeah. and I'm like hey are you coming to New York he's like no I'm raging I'm, I'm not coming yeah. he's like but I'm coming to have St. Patrick's Day Yeah. I'm like dude listen hotels are expensive if you need a place to crash, he goes, oh, I'm going to take you up on that. Is that a bad move by me, letting Patty Barnes sleep in my house for a couple of days? For You'll Patty's have day? a raging alcoholic. <laughs> You'll have a raging alcoholic. It's a bad move by me, yeah. right? <laughs> if you have any drink, you may hate it because he will drink it all. <laughs> he told me, he's like, I might not be the best house guest. <laughs> nah, he'd be okay. He just, you may not even see him. You know, he may, he may say, he may put his bags in and that's him gone. They're living on the streets. I was just talking to Jamie about like what he's doing in Kazakhstan yeah. and Dubai and everything, and I'm yeah. obsessed with traveling. 70-something countries, yet never been up to the Northern Ireland yet. You keep telling me this? I, I know, I know. Let me ask you this, because I'm trying to make the interview not the same generic thing. What do I have to do if I go up to Belfast? So, like, What's a one bar, one restaurant, and one thing I have to see in Belfast? Wow. Restaurants. I eat so many good places around the world. I don't know if there's okay. good enough places in Belfast, but... um. Yeah, there's a place called Dean's Meat Locker Steakhouse. Wow, okay, really good. Um, a bar you'd have to go and drink in. I would say the Heart Bar. Okay, it's it's a good bar. It's live music. It's it's chilled and good and crowd. A great crowd. Okay. A great crowd in. Um, and then what was the last one? What do I have to see there? Like, what I'm going to go to Belfast. What do I want to see there? Or oh, the murals. Murals, the murals are unbelievable. The now, murals. there's the peace murals. There's all kind of murals yeah, there. Yeah, everything. Everything. You'll see my murals too if you I, want. Well, I know. I watched the ESPN special. I saw that. But, um, yeah, there's the, all, all the murals up, up Falls Road and even down the Schenkel Road and stuff on the other side. There's two. There's a wall. There's a peace wall in mm-hmm. between separating Catholics and Protestants. Oh. Um, so even seeing that will be nice. You can walk along the peace wall. And all. It's, it's a really interesting city. I know I live in it, so I don't really 
take in as much. The same as, as me in New York. The same exact yeah, thing. it's exact same. So um, it's a really, really good city, and, and it's one of the hottest tourist destinations in, in Europe. Well, that's why I want to ask you, because it's, it's known for the tumultuous history, the mm. Protestants, Catholics, and unfortunately yeah. a lot of bad stuff. Now it's a tourist hotbed. Is yeah. that, like, wild to the people there, or maybe someone older than you and I, like, oh, my God, 20-whatever years ago, there was guys with guns on the street, and no, now, I think now the, it's like... I think the guys here older than us who, who would have been around 20 years ago and probably in, you know, paramilitaries at the times, you know, the IRA or the EDA or, or either say whatever it would be, um, they're the guys now who do the tours. They're the guys <laughs> who gave you the tours, and that's 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 fantastic, that's you know what great. I mean? That's great. Like, they came full circle. Because they can actually give you more info on what actually happened and this is what happened and this is why this happened. And so it's really, really good, and, and it works out really well, I think. The generation of, of Nye and the younger generation probably don't appreciate, you know, everything that's happened mm-hmm. in the past and how life is now. We're pr- pretty spoiled, you know, seeing the city as a really tourist city, yeah. really. It's crazy, but um, compared to what it used to be like, we're, we're very spoiled. Is it any kind of pressure to have the... There's murals about you in mm. your hometown. Any kind of pressure having the whole city, like, on your shoulders? Nah, I don't think about it. Really? If I sat, if I probably sat and delved into that, it'd probably start to feel a little bit of pressure and anticipation. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've I've always been I, I've always been representing my country everywhere I go. So I've always had that pressure. You know, there's nothing more. There's no bigger pressure than than boxing in an Olympic semi-final nothing, or quarter-final. You know, having to do that. So I even when I won the world championships as an amateur, that was. Because you're actually like when I'm competing as a professional fighter, I'm competing for myself first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I'm yeah, not gonna, of course. Not gonna lie. But when you're competing in a world final, yes, you're competing for yourself, but you're not because you're competing for Ireland. This is Ireland on your back. So you're competing for your country, and you know that's that was that was big pressure. But actually, when I sit there, and if I sat there and th- thought about a lot of things, I would probably go, "Well, oh, fuck," you know what I mean? But I don't. I just don't think about little things which could probably bother me at times. But no, um, I'm a person who just lives in the moment, and and that's very important. What is it about the Irish and you know uh, British boxers that are so revered? Like mm. these boxers are idolized out yeah. there, and yet here in the United States, people love boxing. Yeah, but it's like, oh, that guy's awesome. But they don't like put it this way. Tomorrow, too much sport here, man. Is that what it is? Because you're too fighting in the garden, you're in the, mm. the big room tomorrow. You're yeah. in the grand stage, the mecca. Mm. It's gonna be packed with Mick Conlon fans. Yeah. Like they travel. When you said tickets go on sale, I looked as. Hundreds of retweets. Yeah. retweets. My, Mick, I got my tickets. Mick, I got my tickets. So that's what you think it is. You think this? It's just too much sports here. It's too much diversity, and you know, people are, like the likes of like lacrosse and stuff mm-hmm. like sports you would never ever see in Ireland. Um, American football for the big guys, big money, big cars, big flash, basketball, baseball, everything. You know, soccer's big back home. Yeah. Um, and then in Ireland. GAA is big, but it's not as big as what you would expect it to be. Like the way American football is here, because yeah. that's just for America. GAA isn't like it's just for Ireland, but it's not that like big. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's big and loads everybody does it, but you don't get paid. So it's not like attracting everybody to go. I want to be a GAA player because you're not being paid. How, that's um, crazy, not getting paid, and yeah, it's so well, popular. They get nice jobs. They get like jo- so they teaching get jobs job. and okay. stuff like that, or a little uh, job in accountancy or something like this. So um, it's it's worthwhile. I, I love the sport. I love watching it. So 
um, football and hurling is, is especially sports in Ireland, and you know they're really entertaining too. So when I get out there, it's it's definitely worth going to see. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. If you could get out there towards August time for an All Ireland final in Croke Park, wow, eighty thousand plus people, special. When's the best time to come there? Uh, August, August, August. Best 10. time. August 10. All right, we got to do the generic part, and we're going to yep. make it quick, because I was trying to make my interviews with you different. Yeah. We've never talked about the Olympic boxing thing. Okay. I, I know every article I see about you, it's like, oh, you're going to right yeah. or wrong, you're going to make redemption. Yeah. You're motivated no matter who what, who you fight. Yeah. Is this fight a little more motivation, though? Yes, but not because of the Olympics, just because of the fact that a fist and twice in his hand has been raised twice, so I need to get that back. Um, what happened at the Olympics? happened do i regret what happened yeah if i could change it i would but can i i can't no so do i dwell on it no um does it eat me up no because what's happened since Mm -hmm. has been fantastic and put me in a position where olympic champions who won gold in rio have been on my undercards so am i bothered no how long till you uh kind of got over that whole thing like when did you become when did you make peace with that loss that horrible decision when you were robbed when i sent with top rank Really? When I signed with Top Rank, it was it was like justice has been served. I've just signed with the biggest promoter in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make my debut on St. Patrick's Day. Incredible. Justice has been served. I did say before I'd say that I want to fight Vladimir Keaton, so if we can say him, say him, please. Mm-hmm. And they did. And that's the reason this fight's happening. You are the ultimate troll when you wore a Putin shirt. Like, I, I don't know if people remember that. You wore a Vladimir Putin I've shirt. I've done it a few times. And people, a- people just don't pick up on it. I'm like... Come on, guys. That's the ultimate troll uh, move. I loved it. That's like the, my favorite and it thing. And it, it says hope at the <laughs> top of it. It says hope. Putin. Wow. Do you have a relationship with Vladimir at all? or? Well, Nikita, nah. Listen, he, he messaged me the other time, like thumbs up and stuff. And I have no bad blood against him, but you know, it is business on Saturday. So I'm not being friendly with him this week. But other than that, he's been friendly enough. We pass pass uh, pass myself with him. I have no ill feeling towards him. Um, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. I always love how much you, you're outgoing. You say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. You never really talk a lot of trash. And it seems yeah. like you're talking a little bit more trash this time. Talking about like you know guaranteed victory. Are you yeah. going there confidence or you have you have a mission? I have a mission. Um, at the same time, I'm very confident because of the work I put in. I've been in training camp for 14 weeks. Oof. So that's a, that's long. a little longer than usual, isn't it? Uh, much longer. If you look at Tiafimo Lopez, who's fighting for World Title, has been in training camp for nine weeks. Um, but I, I didn't take much time off. I got straight back in the training after my last fight. I had a little holiday with the family mm-hmm. and then got back in the camp and, and, and you know, started to work on what I, what, what I needed to do to make me better because initially we thought we were going to be fighting someone uh, the likes of you know Genevieve Cervania or Isaac Dog, both you know, former yeah. world champion and world world, world challenger. So um, I was ready for a big performance, no matter who it was. Um, so I was ready to rock, and, and and that was the fight which we thought was happening, but it isn't. So they they came and they said ESPN really wanted to do it in the Keaton fight, and and we can do it in December. And I was like, well, I didn't actually think it was going to be able to happen again. And I think you're okay with that, right? Yeah, I'm happy with that. WBO, you ranked first. IBA, yeah. IBF eighth, WBC ninth, WBA three. Do you yeah. ever really check the rankings? Um, the odd time I would check them. I just like to see where I'm at at times. But at the minute, I have I haven't given myself any any time to uh, dwell on on what's next because I believe my whole career I've been always worried about. I've always been told before my fate is finished before I've even boxed that 
you're doing this next and I'm like okay and then I was like okay I'll, I'll look forward to that but I never focus on what's right in front of me mm-hmm. and that's why I don't believe I've shown you know, my, my full potential yet and you know this is why I've promised myself not to speak about you know world titles or what's next or where I am and you know the big year next year which everybody keeps trying to allude to but you know I'm, I'm, I'm focused on Saturday and that's my main drive we talked about it last time Derek Jeter yeah. He said, I, I told you last time, he said his biggest regret in life yeah. was that he didn't appreciate the moment. Like, mm. he won a championship, and he's like, okay, next year we have to sign this guy. I have to win another one. Yeah. I have to win another one. So to see you so grounded, knowing that, let me enjoy this fight. Yeah. Hopefully, listen, knock on wood, sign the cross, yeah. you win. You win the fight. Then you can eventually look on. So you, you live yeah, in the and, moment. Yeah, and they'll probably ask me in the ring. The ESPN oh, will probably say in the ring, so who do you want next? And I'll say, nope, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy Christmas. Good. I, I hope you do. Um, and then I start to think about what's next. But this guy is this, and that guy is that. What do you, do you think this will happen? I'll enjoy Christmas first. That's you see. That's that's why I love your interviews. You're so mm-hmm. honest with it. There's no point of no point of like, but they they want you to spit shit at times. So I I don't need to spit shit. I'm not a shit talker. Um, I I I don't respect it. Um, being done too much. You know, I don't like people trying to sell themselves. If you're good at it, you do it. Yes, mm-hmm. but. And I could be good if I really want to do it, if I'm honest. But it's just, it's not me as a person, so I'm not going to do it. All right, here's my legit beef with you. Yeah. We, you keep saying the same things. I haven't gone to Belfast. Yeah. Every person, I have had 178 guests. I have something in my studio, in my um, house or whatever displayed. An astronaut gave me this. This one gave me, I have nothing from you from a fight. Nothing. Read, what size is the t-shirt do you? Don't say XL. No, large. I've got a large t-shirt for you. Okay. Okay. I, I meant something from the fight. No, but I've, got, I've got a large t-shirt for you. A redemption t-shirt. That's well, I, That was yeah. my next question. The redemption. Dude, of course. I love this because you're wearing it everywhere. Yeah. It says redemption with the famous middle finger yeah. on it. Are you selling the shirts? Yeah, yeah they're on sale on boxraw.com. On what? Boxraw. Oh, and so are they selling like crazy? This. Yeah, they're going good. They started, pre, I think pre-sale was last Friday, so... I think they go on sale in the next day or two. All right. I kept you for 23 minutes. Keep you another yep. five minutes. Thoughts on uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Joshua Ruiz. What was your thoughts on that? The event wasn't atmospheric at all. Um, the loudest noise was the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the fight itself wasn't entertaining, but I respect Joshua because he did what he had to do. He did something that I would say 90% of the people says he wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think he would do. I'll be honest. I did not think he would really? win. Okay. I didn't think he would be able to, to box like that for 12 rounds because he's never done it before. He gasses. Well, he previously he's gassed. And he's just... If you've never seen him go to distance so comfortably like he did. And, and, and outbox Andy Reese, Sorry. Um, outbox Andy Reese with, with ease. Um... Yeah, I was impressed by him. He, he kept his cool. The weight of the world on his shoulders. When you talk about pressure, that man had pressure. Oh, that yeah. was real pressure. If he loses, his career's over. Yeah, that's what people were saying. You know, yeah, that's Everybody was doubting him. Everybody was writing him off. If he loses, you need to retire. Come on, man. Why, why is boxing like this? Now, why do you need to retire if you lose twice? That's not the case. You know, He's made the money, and maybe that's the reason mm-hmm. they're saying it. But um, the weight of the world on his shoulders, and he stepped up the plate and knocked it at the park. See, it was it was glad. Like I, at first, I wanted Ruiz to win. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I want him to win. And then, like the third or fourth round, I'm like, you know what? I don't want him to win. Mm. I switched over one because Joshua was winning. Two because I bet on Joshua. Yeah. And three because as I'm watching, I'm like, this dude dedicated his whole life to boxing. Yeah. And people like me are gonna yeah. write him off. Oh, he has two losses. He's 
28 and two. He's yeah. garbage. Next guy. Like, and I'm like, no, man, this dude. And people were mad he didn't knock him out. Yeah. He boxed. You don't have to yeah. knock someone. He boxed the whole time. It's, it's the generation we live in. It's the, it's the generation of like now. Instant, I want right? everything instant, every 15-second clip. I want that. I want that. I want that. What's next? I want that. What's next? I want that. It's bullshit, man. People don't appreciate what 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 he done. Um, no unboxing fans, obviously, because uh, let's let's be straight up here. A lot of Joshua fans are not boxing fans. They're mm. fans who like to see knockouts, and he didn't do it. And now they're all turned on him, which is a bit petty and shit. But I was happy with his performance. I was really happy he won. Um, I actually I I really like Andy Ruiz. He's trained with his trainer Manny Robles. Yeah, that was, that was your original guy, yeah, right? And uh, I I I rooted for him the first time, but the second time, I kind of wanted Joshua to win because I believe he is better for boxing commercially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that when he's in boxing, if you look look from when Joshua's came onto the scene, the money which came in the boxing went yep. right to the top, and, and probably in the best place we've been in a long, long time. So. What he's done for boxing, I think he's he kind of transcended it. Um, in the UK and Ireland, one hundred million percent. In Europe, one hundred million percent. He's starting to cross over in the in the US. Mm-hmm. Canelo's got it, but I think I still think Joshua transcends more because he speaks English. Um, and Canelo can speak English, he just doesn't. It doesn't. People uh, don't like that. No, I mean, it's, uh, people people want want to know yes. what he's saying. And, you know, um, I think Joshua, when the money's at the top, and he's the big boy, yes. he's the heavyweight. People so like seeing the big guys when fight. When the big guys are fighting. And when they're knocking people out, like people get involved. Obviously, Josh has been doing it his whole career. Mm-hmm. When the money comes in at the top, it trickles down into everybody. So he was the reason. And that was the main reason I really wanted him to win. But when I watched it and I seen his focus and his dedication, and I started to think about how much pressure he actually had on him, I was like, yeah, I really want him to win. Real quick, the other big fight coming up, Fury Wilder 2. Another wow. guy, one, one wow. of your boys out there. Wow. Is that's gonna be one of the biggest fights in the last fifteen mm. years in boxing? Everyone's gonna watch that. It's scary, man. I'm scared because Wilder just needs one second. I know. I, For I, anyone, like, I'm I, I gonna be straight. At, I'm gonna bet against Joshua again and say Wilder's boxing because you know he was touched a few times by Ruiz. He can't give that opportunity once the Wilder and, and you know, whether. He boxes that way or he ch- changes it up. I don't know. So you can't really bet against him. But at the same time, Wilder touches you, you're gone, man. And he just Done, needs like, Ortiz was second. beating him the whole time. And it's just that one punch. It's like, that was it. Mm. Six rounds of... The only one to beat him is Fury, I think. Oh, I, I hope so. But even at that, it's still going to be very, very hard. It's so weird. And I, I, obviously, you're from a different perspective. You're yeah. an actual boxer. Watching a fight, like no matter how... Fury can win every round, and mm. you have a knot in your stomach. All, all Wilder has to do is yeah. connect, and the fight's over. I was the same for the Joshua fight. I was feeling the same. That That's why I enjoyed it because I was like, at any stage here, Ruiz could win. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is this is scary. Keep moving, keep doing what you're doing, keep doing it. Um, and the thing with Wilder, where no matter what you've no done, what. could be the last second of the last round, you could be put to sleep. Let's wrap Scary. it up with some good questions. Hit me. Best boxing movie of all time? Rocky Four. Simply because I'm doing Rocky Four this weekend. <laughs> you are. Against I like the, the Russian co- around Christmas time. Did you not see my get up today? I, I had I the Rocky <laughs> Four get up. Um, and then obviously it's around Christmas time. So listen to this. I was laying in bed there night and I couldn't sleep for ages. I'm just thinking things, and obviously I've I've I took a lot of uh, inspiration from Rocky Four in this training camp. But I started to think about Rocky Four, and I says, so at the end, uh, when I win, 
in the interview and he says everybody he says all that stuff what he says but then he says to my kid at home who should be asleep in bed right now Merry Christmas kid I love you I was like, I'm going to do that because my kids will be in bed. Or they should be They should be in bed. They'll probably be watching it. Um, so I'll do that. But then I started to think, I says, Rocky fucked up. I says, why, why did I fuck up? I says, the time difference between Moscow and Philadelphia is eight hours. This is nighttime in Moscow. It should be daytime in Philadelphia. Your kids should be fucking awake. Christmas Day. You should say Merry Christmas. Good. I hope you like your presents. But uh, <laughs> that was the shit that was going you're, through you're my crazy. head. You're crazy. That's that's I know, crazy. That's well, crazy. Like, yeah. Your brother just told me. I thought this was the first time in the big arena. And it's the second yeah, time. Second time. Did second you already time. pick out your entrance yeah, music? Everything's done. Everything's, everything's set, done. Up, set up, and you're, you're ready to go. Lennox Lewis versus Rahim, Rah- Hasim Rachman, yeah. number two. Yeah, that's what we're going with. With Grace also, but that's what we're going with. You, you get me excited, and now because I'm part of the press, I get my mm. press pass. I can't cheer for you, but obviously I'll be cheering for you, and then yeah. take away. I, uh, coolest person on your phone. Don't give me the same answer you always give me. I want a new one. You always give me Conor uh, McGregor. I want a cool answer. I think I have Nell Horn. That's one good, Direction. That's a good answer. That's a crazy answer. How'd you meet him? He actually messed me yesterday again. I'm just uh, saying, like, good luck. I'm, I'm in the city, but I can't make it because I'm on Saturday Night Live. So, um, that's a real cool answer. Yeah. yeah. You, you get a lot of, like, crazy DMs from, like, Celebrities and stuff. The old time you get like people messaging you, it was weird. But like you're like, I, I, I be like straight away screenshot, send it to me. <laughs> look who just messaged me. Look who followed me. Look at this. I'm like, wow, what's going on? Uh, two serious things, and yeah. we'll wrap it up. Uh, in the SPN special, yeah, that you didn't watch yet, which I was on. Uh, they talked about Belfast, like a lot of drug problems. Mm-hmm. That's still a big problem out there. Yeah, well, it's crazy, like the prescription drugs and yes, stuff, here and, too, and, man. and just. Everything about it, Belfast has gone through a bad time, and there's been an awful lot of young teenage kids commit suicide recently. Um, I think it has the ha- I think it's going to creep back up. It used to have the highest suicide rate in Europe, but I think it's creeping back up to the top again. Um, it's not like you're walking about and like seeing people with syringes hanging around, but it's going towards that, and uh, it's sad, man. Yeah, look, look around here. You know, prescription drugs have mm. taken off, obviously, everywhere in the world. In New York, you actually see people with the syringes in the arms. Mm. And then when you told me about Belfast, I'm like, oh, that really hit home just seeing such yeah. a beautiful place that can be uh, teared down by drugs. And the second yeah. thing, which I didn't know you were into it, you're um, openly um, vying for a politician. You said there's a huge vote. Yes. What's the big vote going on tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah, um, well, explain what the vote is because I actually don't know anything yeah, about it. It's this. just the vote for uh, in Parliament in, in uh Belfast um, in Northern Ireland but also the votes will kind of affect what's happening in, in the UK with Brexit and stuff and all that so we're hoping for John Finucane who's a friend a personal friend of mine who's running for North Belfast against uh, the only kind of he's our, uh, he's our best hope against kind of one of the guys who want Brexit from, from, from Belfast so um, I really hope he uh, gets his gets his victory Mick to do, I think I'm your last interview. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I was going to be heartbroken, but now we have this romantic setting. Yeah. Like you said, you're a man. You were. You came on when you were one and zero. Yeah. Promised to always stay on. I truly appreciate that. I don't have to wish you good luck. You're an amazing guest. I hope this the interview was a little different than yeah. every generic yeah, one. Then it acts the same. So are you going to right or wrong? Is you uh-huh. going <laughs> to? Dude, this was a great champ. Yes. Always a pleasure, my Cheers, friend. Thank, Thank you. you so much, man. I appreciate yeah. our friendship. Appreciate Thank you, brother. It. Thank you.